Hey friends, happy Magical Monday. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Wish Upon a Sparks. I am Courtney. And I'm TJ. And we're just excited for you to be here today. Um, today we're talking about Toy Story 3. Yeah, so exciting. It was such a fun rewatch. And yeah, we have some guests with us today. We do. We have Chloe. Hi. And we have Aaron with us. Yo, what's up? Super glad to have you guys with us today. Um, Chloe is Courtney's sister. Yes. Also my <laughs> sister. I inherited her by marriage. Yeah. And Aaron is Chloe's boyfriend. Yes, absolutely. So excited to have you guys on today. Um, we figured this would be a great episode for you guys to come on and kind of talk with us about Toy Story 3. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. Just a little, a little thingy sidebar. A little si- thingy sidebar. Yes. Um, a few years ago, I got Chloe and I Disney passes for... Christmas and it kind of like ignited this spark and love for Disney again. Yeah, that's so true. I I, about that. For like what, like two years, like we only really went with each other. Yeah. And it was fun. Yeah, we uh I was I don't know, for whatever reason I had my feet in the sand. Um I think money was tight then too though, so like I didn't get a pass and then I would go for like day trips every yeah. now and then. Um fun fact while we're talking about Disney, um we have a trip planned with the all four of us. For, uh, for next Saturday. And what's it for, this Chloe? This coming Saturday. My birthday. It's for her birthday. What, what, what? Super exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Court, you have a uh, plot synopsis for us? Yes. Um, so just real quick plot summary. Um, in this movie, um, it kind of starts out and you kind of see Andy growing up. Um, he is leaving for college. He's like packing away all of his things. Um, he puts Andy in his... I'm sorry, he puts Woody in his college box, um, and he puts the rest of the toys um, in a trash bag. Mom ends up mistaking the trash bag for trash when really Andy wanted to to go to the attic. Um, So they all end up on the side of the the road. they end up like sneaking in a box to go to a daycare with like other donated toys. And so um, you see a majority amount of this movie spent in the daycare where they're trying to like navigate being played with by crazy toddlers. Yes. And um, so they're trying to escape. Woody comes, tries to save them. They end up getting out um, and making it back to Andy. Right before he leaves for college, and um, Andy actually ends up donating the all of his toys, including Woody, to a little girl named Bonnie. Yes, um, super sweet. Yeah, they play have one last play scene together, and that's kind of how the movie ends. Yep, yep. Um, This movie was uh, was really cool from a standpoint of like kind of bringing things around full circle. Um, You have the first two that came out when a lot of us were growing up around the same age as Andy. And then, you know, 10 years go by and they come out with Toy Story 3. And it has that um, that plot line kind of wrap up with him going away to college. Super, super cool. Yeah. Um, So that pretty much takes care of it for the plot. Do you guys have like a favorite scene or a favorite moment? Bounce it to one of you guys. Aaron, I'll bounce it to you. What do you think your favorite scene is? Uh, My favorite scene is when the toddlers come rushing in like their first like time in the daycare and yeah. then like it's just buck wild yeah and, uh, Buzz Lightyear is getting his head chomped on by yeah. Tyler I just think that's so funny it's hilarious I always love that part of that scene when like uh, Buzz kind of looks around at the other toys right before Tyler's running and he kind of realizes wait a minute nobody wants to be played with and then Rex just runs to the door so expectant and happy yeah. <laughs> and the door just flies over. yeah 
super funny. So I love Rex. Yeah. What about you, Chloe? Um, my favorite scene is probably like the opening when like all the like Woody and or Woody and like Jesse are trying to get Mr. Mc, Mrs. Like Potato Head. Yeah. And then the train like falls off, and then Buzz Lightyear is like to the rescue and like yeah. stuff like that. Like that's probably like my all-time favorite. Yeah, I love scene. that scene too. Yeah. It's super good. Yeah. Court. TJ wrote in his notes, opening scene, 10 out of 10. I did. It's right here. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I, I loved it. It was super good. Um, I think, man, TJ, you go. I'll come back to me. I, um, it was a close toss up for me. I thought it was going to be, um, the opening scene and it was for most of the old movie until we got to the ending scene. Um, the ending scene with Andy playing with him for one last time, playing with his toys for one last time, and then handing them off to Bonnie. That moment where she's like, you know, this is Woody. You got to take really good care of him because he'll be your best friend, he'll be your partner, and he'll, uh, he'll like, you know, help you get through things. It was really good. I like that scene a lot. Yeah, and he said you'll never, he'll never give up on you. He'll never, that's what, that's the And it's sure. really sweet because... It's like affirming everything that Woody's ever done. And Woody for, got to hear it. And Woody got to hear it. And like Andy doesn't even know all of the things that Woody's done for him. Yeah, it's so true. All the things behind the scenes, year after year, yeah. movie after movie. Yeah. But even when the other toys wanted to give up on him, like Woody never did. Yeah. Which is really sweet. Yeah, so true. All right, back to you. Um, I think my favorite scene or favorite moment... Um... I think it's actually towards the end when they're back in Andy's room and, um, you know, they all get in the, in the box to go to the attic and Woody's about to get in the box to go to college. And he looks at Jesse and he's like, are you sure you're going to be okay? Cause he, he knows like how much of a struggle, like going to an attic and being stuck in a box yeah. or even like feeling abandoned, like affects her and she gets like kind of excited and she's like yeah I'm gonna be fine and she's like and I know about Buzz's Spanish mode yeah that was super (laughs) funny that is super funny him like doing like Latin dances and being like Spanish and And super romantic yeah like spinning her around and dancing with her and like it was really fun it's funny because you find out at the beginning like obviously or even at the end of um even at the end of the uh the second one there's something there Mm -hmm. they think they like each other um, and then you have uh, Buzz throughout the whole Toy Story 3. You can tell he kind of likes Jesse, but like he's got this very shy, like Space Ranger thing. And then when he's Spanish, Buzz like gives no craps. He's just like, yeah. Senorita. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, literally, yeah, it's so, it's so funny. He's like spinning her around and dancing with her. It's really good. Yeah. Um, what are your guys' favorite characters? Actually, before we talk about favorite characters, let's talk about new characters in this movie. Yes. Um, there's a lot of characters that aren't in it anymore, like, um, Wheezy, Bo Peep, um, even the soldiers, Sarge, they like, they're, they're at the beginning, they're at the they beginning dip, but yeah. then they dip out cause they're like, Oh, we're getting third away. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, so we have Ken is a new character, yes. which Barbie loves. Yes. Um, Lotso. Yes. Another major character. Yes. Um, the baby played the baby. A, didn't have any lines, but I like played a big part. Um, all of the new toys in um in the, and Bonnie's room. Yes, all the new toys in Bonnie's room. Bonnie. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. 
those are some new characters. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think all the, I like all the new characters introduced. I will talk about, I like the new, new characters that were introduced that are going to be with us in the next movie. Um, the Triceratops, all the oh, characters yeah. in, in Bonnie's room are really good. What is the Triceratops' name? Tracy? I think Trixie. it's Trixie. Trixie. Mm, okay, thank you. I'm yeah. a girl glow. <laughs> I like it. Um, so, yeah. What are your guys' favorite characters? Chloe, I'll bump it to you this time. Favorite character. You get three. Three choices. Or not three choices. You get, like, top three. Well, I, can, I only have, like, one. Oh, that's great. That's okay. better than we normally do. We try to do one, but we can't. I really like Slinky the dog. Because oh, he's just, like, so, like, cute. And, he like, is. he's getting older. And it's just, yeah. like, you know. I agree. I agree. Aaron? Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he's funny guy. His uh, his like back and forth with Mrs. Potato Head <laughs> in the second movie and this movie are just so funny yeah. to me. Yeah. All right, Court. Um, I really enjoy. I'm gonna do three. Do it. I really enjoy Barbie in this movie. Yeah. She plays a great role. She does, and she gets stuff done. Yeah, you know what's cool? You kind of have her across the. Uh, you have her across the way. She's in. She's in Andy's sister's room, Molly's room. No, it's not Molly. Um, what's her sister's name? Yeah, sister's it's name? Molly. It's Molly's room. Yeah. Um, I almost got her confused with Sid's sister from the first movie for a second. Mom. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my gosh. From, I know. Um, from from across the way, and so Andy's toys probably have a like a sort of a distant relationship with Barbie. Like they obviously know her. They like, they even say hi to her and stuff like that when she goes. Yeah. And know. even when she gets put in the donated box, um, like, oh, I no. think it's ham. Who's like, I call her a Corvette. So yeah. like they, they know her well. So. Uh, yeah. They just don't have like, they don't live in the same room. So they don't see her that often. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that she gets to join their little group. Yeah. Yeah. Super good. Um, I also really enjoy Bonnie. Yeah. Bonnie's really sweet. Um, yeah, she's great. She's great. And then, let's see. I kind of like, they're kind of like minor characters in this movie. Well, there'll be more major characters in the next movie, but Buttercup, the little unicorn. Yes. And then um, Mr. Pricklepants, yes. the little porcupine. The one that's like always trying to stay in character. Yeah. He takes playtime so seriously. And then Woody comes in and like he's like Woody does it obviously does what toys do and just like, you know, chill like lets Bonnie play with him and he's like, Are you classically trained? Yeah. Super funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um I thought that was really funny. What about you? Who are your favorites? Um I'm gonna try to get away from the main. But I just really love Buzz and Woody in this movie. Again, they just they're so good. Mm-hmm. I know that's like cliche to pick them, but Woody for sure, his whole storyline was great in this movie. Um I really like the dinosaur Trixie. I think she's funny when she's like, they're like, hey, why don't you use map quest like you normally do? And then, then they pull it up and she's like, oh, that's just some dinosaur from across the city. And <laughs> yeah. Everything's fine. Don't look at this. She's super <laughs> funny. And then I also love that her and Rex meet each other and they play the video game together at the end. That was really sweet. I feel like that she has a similar personality to Rex and not a lot of the toys do have a similar personality to Rex and so mm-hmm. like, they have like this cool thing. Yeah. And then um, I would say thirdly, um, I'm not going to pick Buzz. I'm going to put Buzz and Woody as the same one, actually. They just, they're in different sections, but they do a great job in this movie. I think, I think, uh, I'm going to, this is really technically five characters, but Barbie and Ken too. I thought Barbie and Ken were hysterical. They were so funny. Yeah. It's like, I, it's like we were made for each other. When they like see each were. other. Were, I know it's so funny. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Um, what are your guys' least favorite characters? Aaron, I'm going to kick it back to you first. Least favorite character. This one can often be tougher than favorite character. Yeah. 
I don't really know, to be honest with you. Yeah. They all play like a pretty major role in the movie, I would yeah. say. Except for the baby. The baby, yeah. he's a good guy, but I don't know. He's just, he just looks a little weird. Yeah, he does. He's creepy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like if you saw him in your room, you'd be like, what, what is that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I agree with you. I always think to myself when I watch this movie, this was someone's toy, and that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what gets me is like the... um. Like the the eye, the eye blinks that yeah. are like not on the same page. No, it's like really weird, and I like don't want that in my room. Same, yeah. Um, any other like bad characters that kind of either freaked you out, weirded you out, or you just didn't like? Uh, typical, you know, the main protagonist, the bear. Yeah, he was really frustrating. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I agree with you. I like that he got what he deserved at the end. Mm. He got like put on the on. front of the truck and. Just he's going to be eating flies for the rest of his life. Yeah. And he deserves that. He does deserve that. <laughs> he does deserve that. Uh, I'm going to kick it to Courtney instead of Chloe. Plot twist. Oh. Okay. Least favorite characters. Um, I don't really like um, Stretch. Stretch is like the little like gooey, sticky octopus. Yeah. He was weird. And um, not very nice. No, he wasn't. Very rude. Yeah. Any other not fave characters? Um, no, that's it. Cool. <laughs> Chloe. Mine is like the bear, only Lots because of. like when I first watched this movie, I was like, oh, he's so like sweet and like so cute, and everyone says like he smells like strawberries. Yeah. Yeah. And then he turns like evil, and I'm just like, I don't like like that character anymore yeah and you think he's gonna change at the end yes he like climbs a little ladder to like stop the garbage conveyor belt yeah and he just like he's like leaves he's like haha where's your kid now and he walks away yeah rude where's your kid now sheriff yeah super sinister line um I would say Lotso is my least favorite for sure. I don't like the baby that much either, but I do like that the baby at least gets redeemed a little bit. The baby just freaks me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah the it. baby's it weird. Um, I would say Lotso's little gang too of like the the toys that are like running Sunnyside um, mm-hmm. as like a prison slash like underground. Um, I don't know. It's not like a drug ring because they're not peddling anything, but like it's just like this weird like crime ridden uh, place. Yeah, I didn't like his little gang that he had too. But yeah, I'd say Lotso overall. I agree with you guys. Yeah. Satisfying ending for him, though. Agreed. Um, is there anything anyone wants to add about any characters before we move on? Um, I think I'm good. I just like the I like the ones they introduced. I will say there was that one scene about the characters at the very beginning where um, what he's like, let's call a staff meeting, get everyone together. Oh. And then I think it was uh, either Miss Potato Head or Ham or one of them's like our Rex. I can't remember, forget, remember what, but they were like, we are all already here. And Woody kind of looked around and he realized like, dang, like we've like really dwindled down. And then he does this speech that he always does. And he's like, well, come on guys, you know, we've lost some toys over the years, but like, it's okay. And then uh, they mentioned Bo Peep and Woody just gets so sad. It's really sad. Yeah. He's like Wheezy and they list a couple others and Bo. And then you can just tell Woody's just not. Woody just gets really sad. Yeah. Yeah. But Toy Story 4. When we get yes. There. Very good. Okay. Which scene made you cry the most? Chloe. Uh, ooh. Probably the ending. 
It was just so sad. Did you actually cry? Well, kind of. Like, like when, I, when I first watched it, like, yeah. 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 But it's just, like, sad because, like, he's giving his toys away, but he knows that his toys are in, like, good hands. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I agree. For sure. Aaron? The most sad scene? Yeah. Is, I feel like at the beginning when they give up on Andy and they go to, mm. to the daycare. Yeah. They think that they, they that he's going to throw him away, but yeah. in reality, he was just going to put him up in the attic. Yeah, that is really sad. That one got me too, because they like, that was the, they, they, all three movies, they like give up hope at multiple times, but they like really gave up. Yeah. 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 Um, I think for me, whenever they're like trying to get out of the little garbage chute thing and like get out of the fire, and there's a point where they just all stop like trying to get out and they just all look at each other and hold hands like this is the end and they're okay with that. And it was really, I think that part gets me more than the ending. Yep, that was my answer. Um, but I'll still say it. That that was the status scene in the whole movie for me. Um, it, ma- it made me actually tear up. Um, really, really sad. Um, you could just see like they just accept their fate and then they get saved by the claw which was really funny and kind of fitting yeah the claw yeah that was really funny and then Mr. Potato Head and the aliens have this cute little moment where for the first time because they always tell the aliens always tell him that's to the second one yeah like you're my dad yeah, yeah. well they're like oh you saved our lives we're eternally grateful yeah. and then like Mr. Potato Head like returns the compliment and is like you saved our lives. Like I'm eternally grateful. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm your dad. Like yeah. you're my kids. My boys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was really. It good. was a really cute moment. Yeah. And then obviously the the ending seems really sad for me. Um, I think it's really sad because of all the things we talked about. Andy plays with his toys one more time. Like he pulls them out of the box. Um, he makes Bonnie promise to take good care of them. Um, talks about Woody and how he'll never give up on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I, we already mentioned it a little bit, but the thing I wrote down in my notes was like when he did all this, all they heard every word that he said. Like yeah. you know, you kind of forget that that as they're like playing and stuff like that, like like all the toys were able to hear every word that he was saying, and so like they all got that reassurance that they yeah. didn't have at the beginning of the movie. Um, it's just really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there any other scenes or like important moments that you guys want to talk about? I mean, not really. The only thing that I really noticed and I wrote down in my notes was just the uh, the continued um, closeness of the core group of characters. Um, you know, Rex, um, Ham, Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, mm-hmm. um, you know, Buzz, Woody, Jesse, not being part of it with Bullseye. Just that whole core group. I'm probably leaving a couple people out. Barbie and Ken kind of joined that group a little bit in this movie. Um, yeah. Just that core group that kind of drove it forward. I think all their scenes together were just really good. Yeah. yeah. I agree for sure. Um, what is something, maybe like a theme or just like a, a moment, a takeaway that you can take from the movie and just apply it to your, your life? Love that question. Um, Aaron, you want to go first? Uh, you've been putting put me on the spot. Recently. I did put you on the yeah. spot. I, did. Uh, okay. I will definitely answer this question. Um, I, I feel like, like taking your like most trusted friend's advice and just like not blowing them off yeah and like you're yeah heeding people's advice as well yeah like role models or important figures in your life so yeah I love that because uh, I feel like that when they showed uh, in the first and second movies like Woody has come through all the time 
And he was telling them again, like, I'm telling you guys, like, he wasn't going to put you in the attic. And they're like, whatever. We're going to side side. Gets there. He's like, this is not going to be as good as you think. And then sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I agree with that. It's great. Chloe? <laughs> um, My biggest, like, takeaway or whatever would probably be, like, it's okay to, like, grow up and, like, like, growing up is okay and, like, letting things, like, go from your, like, past, like, toys and stuff like that. It's okay to let things go and, like, move them on to someone else. That was great. I actually like that. That was good. Yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Court? Man. I don't know. You go first and come back to of me. <laughs> All right. So, I have a lot, so I'll condense it as much as possible. I loved um, the just the themes of like Woody and Buzz growing as leaders in this movie. Like they both take initiative, mm-hmm. they both try to help the whole. Um, Woody once again had a couple of times where he wasn't so great, but it came from such a sweet place. Like where Buzz goes to shake his hand before he leaves, and he just adjusts his hat and turns around and walks away because he's mad at Buzz. Um, but then as he walks away, he could see it in his face that he wished he wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, things like that. What I would think I would take away is something similar to what Chloe and Aaron already said is that um, you have to really like, you know, trust your friends um, and people that have been there for you. And there's a lot of not trusting in this movie. Um, but also yeah. at the same time, I really, really liked um, the way that they all kind of got to the end and they kind of saw that. Um, I also love the theme of like Woody and Buzz's um, leadership together. I know I already said that. I wrote this down. Um, at Maple Street, we have this thing that I tell my team, leaders eat last. And basically what that means is, is you take care of the team first and then, then you take care of yourself. Um, and I feel like Woody and Buzz do a fantastic job of that in all situations. Like if you ever see them like going through like a doorway or something, they always like wait till everybody gets through till they go. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, you know, they have great qualities as great leaders just to make sure that they... Um, make sure that the rest of the group is okay and taken care of. And um, it's like a hard job for them and they get a lot of crap from Mr. Potato Head all the time about decisions yeah. that they make, but they still consistently make the right decisions and look out for the group. So, um, yeah. That's good. Thanks. All right. You've, you've delayed it as long as you can. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Um, okay. I think um, what kind of like gets me is the whole movie kind of um like Aaron was talking about like they're not trusting yeah you're kind of saying it too like you're not trusting your friends like you have to be trusting of your friends take their advice and from Woody's like core group at first they weren't doing that and then he gets thrown into this new environment with Bonnie and um because Bonnie finds him like on the sidewalk like he from a tree takes him home and um what he gets he's around all these new toys and they like are so helpful and just very kind and like generous not only of like with their wisdom but also with their resources and i think like what he just like instantly like trusts them and is like okay thanks gang like we're gonna get this i'm gonna get back to where i need to go like it's gonna be good and i just think like kind of like how sad is that like his own people wouldn't trust him, but yeah. these brand new people did. And like, how can we, I don't know, for me, it's just as like remembering like, why would I not trust someone who I've been through so much with? 
Yeah. Like they've been through the lowest of lows with me. They've been through the highest of highs with me and I still can't trust them. Yeah. Like that's kind of, it's kind of scary, kind of not good. Yeah. But these random new people, like I'm going to give all my trust to. Yeah. It just is like kind of takes you, like yeah. you have to take a step back and like really reflect and think like, who are you giving your trust to? Because you, you have a choice. You choose who you trust and who you don't trust. And yeah. Yeah. That was good. Um, as you were saying that, it kind of jogged my memory because I love that you contrasted it. You have like, you know, Woody's toys that are friends, the core group that he's been with. And then you have the new group that they're going to join at Body's house and the difference between the way they're accepted and things like that, mm-hmm. where they trust. Um, what I've noticed that I forgot to talk about, I'm glad you dropped my memory. Um, I, I love that there's a subtle comparison and you can't even see it because they don't compare it in the movie. Jesse and Lotso both went through something very traumatic. Mm. But Jesse... Yeah came through it on the other side and grew from it and got better from it. Lotso completely lost it and he never got it back. Like like, yeah. like Aaron was saying earlier, like there was this moment where he could have redeemed himself and done the right thing and he chose not to. Jesse had the moment to redeem herself and do the right thing and she does it every time. She always does it. She learned, She chooses to love again. She chooses yeah. to be loved again. She chooses to trust again. Lotso is just like, you know, where's your kid now? And then just leaves. Um, I thought that was a great, you know, contrast between Jesse and Lotso. Um, they obviously didn't do it in the movie, but if you take Toy Story 2, similar thing with Jesse. Toy Story 3, very similar thing with Lotso. Um, only Jesse was actually left. Like, Lotso's owner didn't even, or kid didn't even leave him on purpose. Yeah. She took a nap in a field and the parents just grabbed her and, like, you know, the toys got left. Um, it wasn't even like, you know, she replaced him on purpose. Yeah. It reminds me, um, on Wednesday at at church at the youth group that I lead, we actually talked about trust and forgiveness. And one of the kids said, you can forgive, you can forgive someone without trusting them, but you can't trust someone without forgiving. And I think that's something that Jesse did. Yeah. Jesse to trust Andy, to trust the, the toys around her, she had to forgive. Yeah. Emily and her previous owner. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Super good. Um, there's another theme while we're on it. Uh, I'll yeah. say that I really liked. I just really liked the opening scene interaction between Andy, his sister, and his mom. Um, it's so sweet. Super wholesome family. Like we talked about in the first two episodes. Um, they just, they you can tell they all love each other a lot. Mm-hmm. Just a great little fam. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me sad that Buster is getting old. I know. I mean, after this movie, we don't really see them again, which is really, really sad. Um, but it just makes me sad that Buster's old. Yeah, same. Like when Woody jumps on him and tries to ride him like he did in the second one. Yeah. And, then, and he just like falls over. Yeah. <laughs> Super funny. Um, okay. Random question wasn't on the list. What character do you feel like you relate to most in this movie and why? I haven't gone first yet, so I'll go first. Okay. Um, Woody. Why? I think that um, there have been so many times in my life where I've been put in a situation where I really feel that I kind of have to find my way home. Mm-hmm. And um, I know where home is and I know where I need to go. And most of the time I've had some really awesome people with me. 
But there have been a few times where I was kind of where Woody was, where I was like, I'm the only one that believes that this is right, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to have to do this by myself, which is another theme in and of itself. But I really related to Woody's whole journey. He's like, I know what's right. I know who I need to be there for, and I'm going to choose to make the hard decision because I'm Andy's my kid. His name's on the bottom of my foot, and it's my job to take care of Andy. Yeah. And uh, he didn't care. He didn't care how many rules he had to break to do it. He didn't care how many, you know, tangents he had to go on, uh, who was with him, who wasn't with him. Um, he was going to do it no matter what. So I really related to that a lot. That's good. Aaron, Chloe? Uh, Chloe, you can go. <laughs> okay. It. I think the character I kind of, like, mostly relate to is the T-Rex. Yes, Rex. Rex. Oh, my gosh. I just think, like, he has, like, so much, like, hope in this movie that going to this new daycare or whatever yeah. is going to be, like, so much, like, fun. And yeah. then it turns out, like, it's not. Yeah. And there's, like, been so many situations in my life where, like, I've been, like, oh, this, like, new step for me or this new journey in my life is going to be, like, really, really fun. And then it turns out, like, like no, it's, like, not at all. And I, like, want to go back to, like how it was before or whatever. Yeah. So. That's a great perspective. I think that that's a lot of things that we all go through where um, you think that you can't wait to get to this new thing and you don't realize that the thing that you already have is actually really awesome and really good. That's really good. Um, Like when you really think about it, being in the attic would have been much better than being in a daycare being destroyed by these three-year-olds. Like, yeah. Yeah. Aaron? Um... I don't even know, to be honest with you. Probably, I would say Woody Yeah. as well. Just because uh, I feel like like I'm the youngest kid of four. Yeah. And so, like, growing up, not a lot of people, like, not a lot of my siblings, I should say, listen to me. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of annoying. Yeah. But uh, now I feel like they listen to me better because they see, like, where I'm going and what I'm doing. Yeah. So, yeah, Woody. Yeah, I, I, I like that perspective, too, because it's like sometimes, unfortunately, people have to see where we're going, and then when they realize we're going somewhere special, then they want to get on board. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's good. That's good. We're back to you. Um, I'm going to give two answers. I love it. Um, I am going to say the baby. Okay. Um, I was not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't either. <laughs> um, I just think... You know, he goes, the baby, I don't know if the baby's a boy or a girl. They, they go through the whole movie <laughs> and they don't really, they're so bitter at life because they thought that they were abandoned and they just, but then Lotso turned out to be like manipulating the truth to get baby to be on board. And Woody reminds him when he throws the daisy tag right yeah. before. And then that's when baby like... Th- Baby's right like... Yeah. You can tell that baby has this moment of like, oh my gosh, I've been so bitter and kind of hateful because of what Lotso said. But like, that's not true at all. And he has this... The baby has this moment of like realization. And I feel like so many times in life, like... I don't know. I've just... I've thought that reality was one way and it caused me to be bitter and resentful. And then as I get, I don't know, as I mature and like can start to see things from other perspectives, I realize, oh no, that wasn't the truth. And so, I don't know, it's very relatable. 
And then also I think Jesse. I just love Jesse. Yeah. Um kind of to what I was saying earlier, like she's I mean we were both talking about it earlier, but like um she's been so much like through so much and she still chooses to to forgive and trust again. And I feel like as someone, I mean, I feel like I've been through some crap and I continue to try my best. I mean, sometimes I can be like lots at where I'm, I do get bitter and I get resentful, but I try to be more like Jesse (laughs) where I am and Rex where I'm hopeful and joyful and continue to like push on and push forward and trust and forgive where I can. That's really good. That was a really good perspective. Um, now that you brought up Rex, I kind of like it. I, I would say that I would I would throw him in my bag too, like a mix between Woody and Rex. Uh, yeah. You can correct me if I'm wrong, like even I'm live here, but um, I think I'm pretty hopeful. And Rex is like yeah. endlessly hopeful. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of refreshing to see people like that. We all know people that are hopeful like that and they can be so contagious. Just so, you know, no matter what happens, they're like, let's do this. But you need the, uh, you need the Woodies and you need the... Um, you even need the um, Mr. Potato Heads. As, as annoying as they can be, they're really funny, but like they kind of bring realism to the picture. So, yeah, yeah, that's good. Good perspectives all around, guys. I really like those. Go team, go. <laughs> um, did you guys eat any fun movie snacks or drink any beverages while you watch the movie? Water. <laughs> we got water for Aaron. <laughs> mm, a Dunkin' refresher. Which Ooh. flavor? The strawberry dragon fruit. Is that one good? Yes. Is it better than the Starbucks one? Uh, no. They don't put strawberries in this one, though. Oh. So that's why I like it. Which I think okay. is still sitting on my bedside table. Half uh, drinking. Uh, no, I threw it away. I threw it away. Oh. <laughs> wow. Up until... Yesterday, I had about six cups sitting on my bedside table. <laughs> yeah, y'all are definitely related for sure. Yeah, it's an issue. I, I, we get an argument every other day about it. Yeah. yeah. I like will open a Coke or a alcoholic beverage and just leave it. I'll like take two or three sips out of it before I go to bed and just leave it there for like two weeks. She does. I'm the worst. It is bad. Um, what did you eat or drink during the movie? Okay, fun fact, I had to watch this movie twice this week because I fell asleep. Well, me and TJ tried to watch it the first time. I couldn't fall asleep. I was too So I, I was just really tired. It was a really exhausting day. It was. It was. And, um, but I don't remember. I don't think the first time we watched it, I ate or drank anything. But today? Um, but today I had a cherry Coke and some Velveeta mac and cheese. Nice. I love the shell mac and cheese. It's just the best kind. Me too. Me too. Nice and creamy. Yes. It is creamy. Do you make it with butter? No. And milk? You should. Well, you're, I, going sometimes to now. I'll put milk in she it. You put milk in it sometimes. If we have milk, but I've never put butter in it. I don't know if you do that with Velveeta, but I know like the Kraft mac and cheese, mm. they make it with milk and butter. Yeah, we should add that next time and be really good. Yeah. Did you eat or drink anything? I think I just had, um, oh yeah, I made us that, um, like the peach cocktail. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. So I did, um, I did gin, I did peach schnapps, I did, um, mango pineapple juice and a squeeze of lime 
shaken, and then uh, dragon fruit monin syrup to kind of give it like a reddish hue to it. Um, it's really good. It's very sweet. I could have done better with it. It wasn't as balanced as I wanted it to be. But uh, I liked it a lot more than Courtney did. Courtney, Courtney. Well, I was like really tired and I literally had like three sips of it and fell asleep. And then it sat on my table for like three nights before. I was really, I was, I was really bitter about that. I put a lot of work into it. I will say, those of you out there that are dating and married, you kind of know what I'm about to say. But it was one of those things where like I gave her the drink and it wasn't bad. Like she liked it, but I could tell by her reaction that she in her mind, she's like, this is not your best work. Well, <laughs> it wasn't even that. It just doesn't, everyone has different taste. Yeah. It wasn't catered to my taste buds and my palate. Yeah. I'll agree with that. It was, it was catered to my It wasn't, it wasn't badly made. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. That is okay. Um, okay. Last question for me. And then if you guys have any questions. Love it. Feel free to ask. Do you think this movie is underrated, overrated, or adequately rated? Chloe. I think it's very much underrated. I appreciate that take. Just because, like, you can, like, actually learn a lot from this movie. Yeah. And people, like, don't put that in, like, their own perspective. Yeah. So. I agree. Agreed. Um, what... What is the Rotten Tomatoes score? Ooh, okay, that's hold on. I got Please it. hold. No, I got it. Okay, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good question. Yeah, because uh, I don't know. If, depending on what that is, I'm yeah. Base my answer off of that. Yeah, I like that. Okay, are we ready? Courtney searching. Rotten Tomatoes says ninety-eight percent. Wow. Wow. Which is actually a pretty good rating, I feel like, for Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. Well, I, I remember when the movie came out; it was like really critically acclaimed. Um, but based on that, what do you think, Aaron? Uh, I think it's rated how it should be. Yeah, I would agree with you. It's 98% people like it, and I mean, hey, I like it, so. Yeah. Good movie. I agree. I agree. I would say adequately rated to underrated. I, I'm kind of siding with Chloe a little bit. I do think I, everyone I talk to likes Toy Story 3. My thing is, I feel like it gets lost in the shuffle of one and two. Like, even myself personally, my favorite one's one. But when we were watching this one, I, there was a couple times during the movie, and I was like, dang, like, this movie is... Yeah. really really good and like it kind of was like even better than the second ones in some places like holistically they're all about equal but like there were certain scenes where i was like the way that they evoked emotion in some of the scenes mm-hmm. the way that there was the comedic timing like it's just and then the character like i always talk about it, the voice acting with all the yeah. characters just fantastic it's really good yeah what do you think court i would agree i mean i would go to adequately rated yeah i mean like I feel like when it first came out, it was probably everyone liked it. 98% yeah. of people liked it. I feel like in today, because this movie came out in 2010. It's a garbage. But this movie's 12 years old. 12 years old. But now in 2022, I feel like it almost teaches the side of underrated because these younger, these younger folk, they don't, they don't really, know. They don't know. They don't know about Toy Story. They don't even, like a lot of people now don't even know how, I know we've talked about this before in previous episodes, but they don't even know how to like play with toys or like have an imagination. They just play on their phone, play on their iPad. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's like they don't, the emotion that it in, invokes in us when we watch it, it's not going to do the same for them because of how they're being raised versus how we are we were raised. It's so true. It's like when um, my dad and I used to watch shows, this is going to date my dad a lot, but like the Andy Griffin show. And I like the Andy Griffin show, but like my dad really loved the show. And uh, my dad was born in the 40s and grew up in the 50s and 60s. And so um, 
the reason he likes it so much is because when he watches it, it reminds him of the time and period in his life when he was a child, a young adult, mm-hmm. and a teenager. Yeah. And that's what this movie does for all of us. Like, especially the first two for me, and I know that this one for you guys and the first two a little bit too. Like, we all kind of grew up in the era where, you know, you did still play with toys. Now that's just not the same as it used to be. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know about you, but like for me, like I graduated high school 2014. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and so like it really... Because it was, like, close to that time, like, it... I mean, obviously, this movie happened before I graduated. But just... It brings me back to that place of, like, leaving college, leaving home. Because when I first went to college, I went to an out-of-state college. So, like, I had to leave basically everything behind. Yeah. My friends, my family. I didn't know anyone where I was going. And so it just really, like... Even my toys that I love and trusted, like, I left. Yeah. So just, like, it was sentimental and nostalgic in that way. Yeah, I like that. I think for me it was similar. So like kids that were born around my age, we kind of walked through the... T- I wasn't going to talk about this, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about it now that we're here. Um, I was born in 91. Toy Story 1 came out in 95. Toy Story 2 came out in 98. Approximately the age that Andy was in the movies, I was around that age. I was a little younger than what he was supposed to be in the movies. Um, I graduated high school in 2009 and Toy Story 3 came out in 2010. So everything that Andy was going through, I I didn't leave for college, but I did go to college in 2010. Um, I graduated, um, I took a couple months off and I went right to, um, went right into college here in town. And so like everything that he was walking through, like from the beginning movies, it's kind of like I grew up with Andy. You grew up with him, yeah. I grew up with Andy. Like I really did. Like that's why these movies mean so much to me. Uh, When Toy Story 1 and 2 came out, I was around that age. Toy Story 3 comes out. I'm like right at that age with him. And so I'll never forget the first time I watched this movie. It was like it wrecked me. Yeah. Because I had the same feelings. Because you're still going through that thing of like you see him play with the toys with Bonnie at the end. It's like you have one of those things where um, he probably thinks it's too cool to play with toys mm-hmm. but then he does it you know again and it just reminds him of his childhood and I reached that phase too like I was you know I was 18 years old and playing with toys wasn't cool anymore but if I ever happened upon them in my room it would just make me nostalgic yeah yeah that's good I have a question go for it is there any toys or uh, like stuffed animals that you also have from childhood I love that question Aaron Oof. I actually thought about this when I watched this movie so I was actually um, weirdly ready for this question <laughs> I have a teddy bear that um, I got. It's kind of like Lotso, honestly. And uh, it's not even here at the house at my parents' house. Um, it was given to me when I was around six or seven years old. Um, and I love that thing to death. Slept with it every night. Um, and it's still at my parents' house. Where it is, I have no clue. And then I have these uh, action figures. Um, I have Batman action figures. Um, all that kind of stuff. I have Batman, I have Spider-Man, I have a couple other that are in a drawer. I'll never forget where it's at in the attic of my parents' house. They're actually in the attic. Um, and then I have these mo- these toys from Beast Wars, the TV show. They're like transforming toys. Um, I have a whole box of those. And so much like Andy, I mentioned this in the first or second episode, I think I did with your mom and dad were on, mm-hmm. how when I played, I played much like Andy did. Like I had soldiers, I had, I didn't just play with, like if I was going to play with Batman, I wasn't just going to play with Batman. Like Batman would be fighting a dinosaur. Like I had like <laughs> the whole gambit. Like I would play with all my toys at the same time. And so um, all these toys would interact with each other in my mind. And so whenever I happen across them, um, yeah, it just brings back a lot of memories. Like you said, I love that you brought that up. What about you, Aaron? Um, I actually uh, don't have any toys growing up, but I do have this one stuffed animal that I got from SeaWorld. It's just of a killer whale. Yeah. I got it back in the fifth grade, and yeah. I still have it. So. Yeah, and it probably just brings back a lot of like memory, oh. sentimental value. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love that. 
clubbing? Um, I actually have a bear that actually you got me from when we took you to college. Interesting. And I still have it. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. I didn't know I got you a bear. <laughs> it's lots, I'm glad it's you lots still have it. <laughs> when you're not around, he's terrorizing everything else in your room. Oh, yeah. All right, Court. I actually don't know if I have any toys from when I was younger. When I was in 10th grade, or actually, no, I think I was in 11th grade. We moved from Ohio to Florida. And in that move, I think I got rid of a lot of my things. Really? And I, if anything, I might have some like Beanie Babies that my great grandma got me. Love that. Um, but, or that have just been like passed down to me yeah. through the years. But other than that, I really don't think I probably have any, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I love that question. That was really good. I feel like that we all have those those toys that are like we either still have or like are tucked away. I just remembered. I always forget that I have it in our display case right here in this room. Oh, you have Batman. I have a Batman action figure. Yeah, that mm-hmm. I still have in the box. I took him out and played with it a couple of times, but I kept it in the box. It's a collector's item. And um, yeah. It's you have some like uh, model cars model in there cars too. Model cars that I used to play with. Yep. All that kind of stuff um, that mean a lot to me. So I kept them. Yeah. That's nice. Crazy. I like that question a lot. Yeah. Are there any other questions? You got any? No. Do you have any? Um, no, I think I'm good. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just want to thank you guys for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. We'll have to get you guys back on again. We'll find another movie that you guys like. Um, having guests is super fun. Yeah. I really like it. It's fun. Yeah, it's super fun. Um, as always, um, I just want to thank our listeners. Like, thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen. I know I probably sound like a broken record when I say this, but, um, whether it be 10 of you or a thousand of you someday, um, we're just thankful that anyone listens and that they take the time out of their day. We hope that we make your Monday and the week of the podcast when it comes out, we hope we make it magical. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, Chloe, Aaron, do you want to tell the people where they can find you? Yeah. What are your Instagrams and stuff like that? Chloe Edgerton with only one E. Okay. C-H-L-O-E-D-G-E-R-D-O-N. Love it. The number three. You can find me number at uh, Aaron Yoakum <laughs> at Instagram. Double A-R-O-N-Y-O-C-U-M. Love it. Love Give it. them a follow. They post good stuff. They're interesting people for sure. Yeah, you can follow our, follow maybe them or us at Wish Upon a Sparks um, for our journey through Magic Kingdom on Saturday. Yes. Yeah, we're going to be there on Saturday. Make sure you uh, you watch all the reels and stories. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, have a magical week, guys. We'll see you next Magical Monday. Yes. Happy Magical Monday. Thanks for joining us. We will see you guys next week for Toy Story 4. Whoop, whoop. Super excited. Bye, guys. Bye.